0: I am too smart! I am too smart! S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T! Episode 93 The moon
1: with
2: the Rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. Thirty minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's
1: 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10, I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half-hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. car. You have 30 minutes to move your your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Please leave your message after the beat. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. Uh
2: me like talk people on phone, yeah hey, ain't listen. no talk good listen, listen, do you hear that no, yes, yes. listen, I don't hear any kids <laughs> no kids,
1: yeah we're sage, we're Zoe. Uh Brad we're at the wrong house. <laughs> Brad and I are sans uh Bill McGonnell this week. Bill has uh he is doing a very exciting gig. So uh so we're at my place, which uh which rivals um uh, I uh, uh even Levinstein's uh room to a point. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty small place, but um I'm frightened. But it's it's tiny. Hey, uh Brad, who are we sponsored by today? Discount
2: comic book service. What? Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about them. I've never heard of these guys. Who are they? It's a, they're a great uh, mail order service. Comic mail order service. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you get uh, like a major discounts on all your monthly comic books. You can order anything from previews. Mm. Anything from previews. They have, they've got it. Some of the specials they've got this week is uh, Wolverine number 40 percent off for a dollar seventy nine. That's the uh, I believe that's inside the Old Man Logan arc by Mark Miller. Okay. And Steve McNiven. Dexter Vines, and Maury Hollowell, And they've got Green Lantern, number 37, 40% off for $1. seventy-nine. Uh, it's, uh, that's going to start in the, uh, it has, like, I think that's the uh, Blackest Night prelude or oh, it's okay. leading up to that. It has mm-hmm. to do with, like, the cover here. I see Red Lanterns. I see Sinestro. Some good stuff. Okay. So and a great way to make money. One more. Marvel's Eye of the Camera, number one and two of six. The long-awaited sequel to the award-winning publishing sensation that made Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross into stars begins here. It's like a sequel to Marvel's. Oh, okay. Phil Sheldon, the photographer. Mm-hmm. We did this last time. Is his name Phil Sheldon? Oh, you know, I don't recall. The guy with the eye patch, mm-hmm. the photographer, he's back in the and uh Ready for sequel. Vengeance. Yeah. So, DCBService.com. Save lots of money on your... Monthly comic book bills
1: You know and speaking of uh, uh, DCB service um, Sean Pryor wants us all to know That you can get a collect- You can get the collected issues of One through four Of Mercury and the Merd Through DCBService.com And HeroesCorner.com In October And get this If you pre-order You will get a free Katie Cook print Of and Mercury and the Merd so way to go, Sean Pryor. Uh support the dude because he's one cool cat. I'm totally gonna buy that. And uh and plus you get that free Katie Cook print.
2: And in I've fact, seen the print and it's awesome. I'm gonna buy more than one. Uh-huh. I'm gonna use one of the copies of the book and one of the prints that come with it mm-hmm. as a, a prize in a future contest. Brad, look at you. There you go. Way to go, man. So uh
1: support uh support uh Sean Pryor and um and check his stuff out at uh, pkdmedia.com. Do you have any grated Parmesan cheese? No, I do not. I don't believe in that. Sure what, did those, what did those Parmesan's ever do to you, Brad? Those are poor little uh, Parmesan's. Hey, before before we go into, turn around and look uh-huh. at the wall. You see that little book on the floor? that says, "Amaze your family and friends." Yeah. Look under that.
2: <clears throat> and what is there? Pocket Idiot's Guide to Grammar and Punctuation,
1: which is something I struggle with, and um. And, but one thing that's kind of helped me with punctuation is a podcast called Grammar Girl. Love Grammar Girl podcast. By, by uh, Mignon Fogarty. Well, after after some perseverance, Brad and I are actually going to have her on the
2: show today. Awesome. We are very, very excited about it. This d- d- doesn't even look like you've cracked this book open. Looks, uh, I did once, but it was new. a swat of fly. Oh, okay. Um, but
1: with that being said, Brad, why don't we give her a ring? Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello, may I speak to Mignon Fogarty? That is I. Oh, is it, Grammar Girl?
0: <laughs> Grammar Girl. Yeah, that's yeah. the the formal way that you should answer a phone. Uh, <laughs> uh, people who are very formal say that is I, but uh, people who are informal would say, "Oh, that's me." <laughs> oh, okay. oh,
1: that's. Listen, she's already going into it. Already into it. Can, can you give your. us? Can you give us your? Um, your uh, introduction on the show,
0: Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is half an hour
1: wasted. Oh, there you, there go. you go. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> hey, well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Now, Brad and I, our show usually focuses on kind of geek culture things, you yeah, know, like movies and TV. movies, TV,
2: comic books. We're huge comic book geeks, not comic book nerds. If you, that should be in the grammar, that should be a grammar topic on one of your on one of your uh, shows. In fact, that's a question I comic have book upon here: geeks, not comic book nerds. Oh,
0: you're right. I'm writing that down. There's geek a subtle, versus nerd.
2: Yeah, there's a subtle difference. Hey, that would be a great topic. Yeah, That's awesome. Nerd. Would. That would be fun. I absolutely love your show.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, you know, kind of a funny story between me and Brad is um, we were just talking one day about shows we listened to, and one of us brought up, hey, do you ever listen to Grammar Girl? And we both pointed to each other, and we we're like, yeah, I listen to it all the time. And then we started singing your song, the... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> we love that show. Um, and you know what? For for people who are not familiar with your show, give us a rundown. What is Grammar Girl?
0: Grammar Girl is just a, a five minute show once a week that gives you a quick and dirty tip that you can use to help um, you know, be a better writer that week. So it's, it's something very simple, like who versus whom or Greeks geeks versus nerds, or how to use a semicolon. Just something that you know. I think that people will use, and uh, you know, something that is easy to cover in about five minutes.
1: Okay, great. Uh, well, tell us, how did you, I mean, what was the brainchild? How did this start? Well, you know, I, I actually wasn't Grammar
0: Girl first. I was a technical writer, and I um, used to write for science magazines, and I, I ended up doing more corporate work, but I missed uh, interviewing scientists. So I started the science podcast first. Probably about three years ago now, just as a a ruse to be able to call up scientists and and you know keep asking them questions about their fascinating work, <laughs> and I did I did that for um, you know because you can't say oh, hi uh, this is Mignon I'm just this random person and I'd like to talk to you about your your research you know, that doesn't work so you can say I'm I'm from the Absolute Science podcast and I'd like to schedule an interview then they go oh, okay <laughs> so I did that for almost a year and you know as you guys probably realize uh, it, it, you know scheduling someone for an interview recording over the phone and um, you know then editing it so it sounds decent it took a huge amount of time I was spending you know 10 to 20 hours a week on this podcast because I wanted it to sound great and uh, it, it just um, it was unsustainable as a hobby so I was looking for something faster and easier to do actually and that's how I ended up um, starting the grammar girl podcast I was editing technical documents all the time and I realized I saw the same errors over and over again and I thought hey I bet people could use quick grammar tips and and I loved um Schoolhouse Rock when I was a kid oh yeah I'm
2: just a bill (laughs) yes I'm only a bill (laughs) conjunction junction yeah I love that
0: yeah so that was sort of my inspiration and um you know I just you know switched to doing this quick scripted five minute thing by myself so I didn't have to edit and I didn't have to schedule anyone else and it was really just a way to keep a toe in podcasting and it, it took off beyond my wildest dreams.
1: You, you know, Mignon, I've I've noticed because um we uh we use a service called Libsyn and you are usually uh if not number one, number two, or definitely in the top five every week. What is your yeah. following like? I mean I, I
2: mean what are your numbers like how many how many <laughs> downloads per episode yeah, do you usually no, get it's
0: truly crazy it, it, I mean after 2 years I should probably you know not be so marveling at, at, at the success but it never fails to blow my mind I mean probably you know 100,000 people listen to every show I produce and wow. it's been downloaded like in total in total about 15 million times
2: <gasps> Dang that's pretty amazing Wow yes.
0: No, it, I, I, it just is. It still amazes me. And people, you know, in every country of the world. Like if I look at the map, you know, sometimes Antarctica isn't represented. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all over the world, and, and I get you know a ton of email. I, I have um, an assistant who helps me go through my email now because I just get too many questions to deal with every day, and a lot of them are repeat questions. So. You know, a lot of them are really easy to answer. It's just like you just send someone
2: a link, but
0: okay. um, yeah, it's 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 amazing.
2: <laughs> My favorite episode is the one where you talked about. Let me see if I can get the the words right. How there's no uh, uh, singular informal pronoun. It, I can't remember. Maybe I'm saying it wrong, but it had yeah. to do with the word the use of the word yo. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Oh yo, yeah, yeah.
0: So sometimes I um I read a journal called American Speech, which is put out by um oh, the American Dialect Society, and I get you know good ideas from there. And there, you know, I follow the news about grammar and language. And sometimes there are these great stories, like kids in Baltimore suddenly started using yo as a gender-neutral That's singular pr- pronoun.
2: Yeah, gender-neutral yeah, is so what I was trying to think of.
0: A huge controversy in the English language. Like you can get in a big fight with someone by saying, uh, you know, a, a student should thank their teacher. Well, he, there is plural and a student is singular, and oh my gosh, you're, you know, you're they're clashing. A singular can't go with a plural, and yet English has no gender neutral pronoun. So If you don't know if you're talking about a, a boy or a girl, you know, you're supposed to say he or she should thank his or her teacher, and it just gets so awkward. And and I'm. A lot of the, I'm a fan of just saying there, like use the plural pronoun, get over it <laughs> a lot of um a lot of other grammar experts feel the same way, but these kids in Baltimore, instead of using there, they started saying "Yo, like a student should thank yo teacher
2: <laughs> yeah, it, turned, it looks like it's uh, episode ninety one <laughs>
0: yeah, so that was a that was a fun one to produce
2: <laughs> i really I really liked that, and I told lots of people about it because I'd never actually I never thought of it. You know, even though I've I've in that situation, um, I've thought, well, this doesn't this using they or there here really isn't grammatically correct. There's some kind of there's got to be some other word to use here, and I never really thought about it. See, I grew up with I I called my dad Mister Grammar because he was always <laughs> correcting my grammar, and yeah. as a result, I do the same thing uh, to other people. Um, <laughs> I I'm always correcting people. This goes back to what I was saying before we started recording. Sometimes I'll say things before I think and I'll mm-hmm. like I'll correct a total stranger and it just it's just a re, it's like a reflex, you know? And, and I'm like I really shouldn't have said that to this total stranger, but I don't make many friends that way, but uh
0: yeah, I generally advise against that.
2: Yeah. There was yeah, a
0: to me, it's like, would you go up to someone on the street and say, "Wow, did you think that fur looked good when you got up this morning?" <laughs> you know?
2: One of your latest, uh, uh, maybe within the last few months, I was listening to one of your episodes, and okay, let me go at it this way: Do you, does do you, bother, does it bother you when people don't agree with what you say on your show?
0: Um, not anymore. It used to. When I first started, I I would get really upset when I would get nasty comments, but. You know, I've been getting nasty comments for two years now, so it's much easier to brush it off than it used to be. Um, But, you know, if someone points out that I make an error, I'll certainly look into it and correct sure. it if it's wrong. You
2: know. There was one of your episodes in the last few months uh, that we were I was listening to. I can't even remember the subject matter. But um, it was one of those unclear situations. You know, one dictionary said this, and the other dictionary said that. And you said, but in this case... I will tend to go with this. That was, like, one of the very few times I'd ever disagreed with you. And I'm yelling at mm-hmm. you in my in my truck. I'm driving to work. I'm yelling at you, no, no. And then I'm thinking, who am I yelling at Miss uh, Grammar Girl for? I am mean, like, I mean, do you have, like, an English degree?
0: <laughs> I, I, I do. Yeah. So. I have an undergraduate degree in English. But, you know.
2: I shouldn't I'm be not, yelling at anybody who who has that kind of degree at all.
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, there are so many. That that's the thing that surprised me. I think after I started because you know, even though I have a, an English degree, I didn't really study these things before. And to write my show, I turn to reference guys. I mean, I don't make I don't make the rules up. I have you know reference books sure. that I look at. And, um, you know what I was. The, I think one of the biggest surprises to me is how few clear answers there really are in English. I mean, so many things are just a style a style issue or a personal preference. You know, like like uh, uh, last week I did, you know, is the word data singular or plural? You yeah, know, is yeah. It, and, and it could go either way. I mean, there isn't a, a real answer, and it's, it, those shows are harder because I have to explain both sides and why and then sort of take a stand, and then I know people are going to be angry and... But a lot of things are
1: that way. Um, you know, based on, on the way people think, like, to me, grammar is can sometimes be totally mysterious, and I have trouble with, you know, what what, what is very common for people, just common rules, you know, where to use a comma and stuff like that. Uh, do you see a divide in the way people think? Like, are there just some people who just get grammar and and what are their personalities like as opposed to people who just can't quite grasp it and what is their personalities like? Have you noticed a division like that?
0: You know, based on my my own experience just in my life, I I do believe there are people who are either good with words or good with numbers. Um, I'm really bad with numbers. And my husband is really good with numbers and really bad with words. And I think if you it's just a theory I have. I you know, haven't done a study, but I think if you're really good at one or the other, it's it's very hard to be good at both.
1: Yeah, um, I totally suck when it comes to numbers. And I would say, while I'm not great at numbers, I could, like, Brad will ask me a question, and I can give him a good estimation on numbers.
2: Uh, I can usually work numbers in yeah. my head a little better than words. Words are, I mean, words and... Frank, and, words, words don't come really easy to Frank. Yeah. And a lot of times, he'll have, like, pardon the graphic... Uh, Visual, but diary of the mouth. Like he'll like he'll like he'll like dyslexify is a, a a word you know like move a couple of letters and, and stuff like that. And my typing is atrocious. Yeah, it's hard to read his emails. Yeah.
1: I I think I type faster than I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so I, I I do sort of buy into the left brain right brain theory that you know one side is stronger in most people. Well, I do find that people who are, people who are copy editors people who you know, edit for a living, they tend to be, the it, the ones that I've known um, seem to be more compulsive than other people, more detail-oriented and, and just, you know, fixate on things.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because our show, we focus a lot on... On comic books and stuff, and Brad and I have kind of a division when it comes to collecting. Brad is a collector. You like to organize and collect your stuff and have it in a certain way, and you're very detail-oriented in that way. Yes. Uh, we're in my apartment right now, and if you look at
2: my box of comic books, they're stacked up. It's all I can <laughs> do not to walk over there and reorganize it yeah, and alphabetize it and... And yeah, do cleaning. Well, well,
1: it's. I mean, I, I don't want to say it's messy, but I mean, they're, oh, I'll say I- it. It's it's messy. That, it's not messy. <laughs> they're they're. I mean, they're not bagged or anything. But it's like that's what I read. I'll box it. You know, maybe at the end of the you know end of next week or something. Right. And then, yeah. but uh, but that's kind of funny, Brad. That you know
2: you're you're very detail oriented, and uh, well, I you know like Mignon said, I think th- there are certain things about people. That you're either one like you're really good at one thing, and you're not good at the other thing. Yeah. And I I think that, you know, it is is it applies to every part of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain things that people are good at and then there are certain people, certain things that people aren't good at. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I can. I can uh, follow the rules of grammar um, properly. But when it comes to like actually writing, I have a hard time writing. You know, it's just like it's one or the other.
0: You know, I do want to add that I, th- I just because I think you're good at one thing or another. I think if you work hard, you can be good at whatever you want to be. I mean, I before I was a research scientist and I worked in a lab and I did a lot of work with numbers and it was hard. It was much harder for me than writing. But if I was willing to work hard, I was able to do it. So you know, I wouldn't want to. I, I wouldn't want to encourage people to say, "Oh, I'm no good at math. I'm not going to ever do anything scientific or technical." Because I think you can. You just have to work harder.
1: Well. Um, the Grammar Girl website is is also kind of like a network. There are several uh, several things you can learn on your network. Can you tell us about about your website?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, quick and dirty Grammar Girl is part of the Quick and Dirty Tips podcast network, and we have ten active shows. So, um, there's the Get It Done Guy, which gives productivity tips. And the Make It Green Girl, which gives environmental living tips. The Mighty Mommy, parenting. Uh, the Modern Manners Guy, Money Girl, Nutrition Diva, uh, the Public Speaker—you know—we have a, a bunch of great shows that are all in the same format. So, five-minute quick tips, something you can use that week, fun and friendly. And how that came about is—you um, know—also before I was Grammar Girl, I, I worked at a lot of um, dot-com startups back in the late nineties. And so i I've, I've always been very entrepreneurial. I mean, I, I paid my way through college making, um, scrunch, hair scrunchies and selling them to other <laughs> students. So I've always been an entrepreneur. So when Grammar Girl took off, I realized that I was onto a format that would work well and that it was something that would be able to, you know, apply to other topics. And so, um, you know, right pretty soon after Grammar Girl started, I, we, I, two of my friends came on board and became Um, the Modern Manners guy and Money Girl. And then as the network started to grow and got more visibility, I ended up um, forming a partnership with Macmillan Publishing. And so we're partners in the Quick and Dirty Tips network. And we've been working really hard over the last two years to grow the network, launch new shows, bring on advertisers, you know, just really turn it into a, a true network of related shows. So... You know, if you like Grammar Girl, if you like the format, you'll probably like the other shows if there's a topic that interests you.
2: Hey, um, just a side thought here. Uh, are you familiar with the Legion of Superheroes? It's okay if you're not.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, back in the 70s, you knew, like, uh, oh, like a Wonder Woman and Superman, and they all hung out in the same central building and then went out and fought crime when there was an emergency together.
2: Yeah, that's that's the Justice League. They're, uh, the Justice League yeah but um in uh in the dc world of comics there is a group of heroes called uh, the legion of superheroes and they're from the 30th century right is that right frank mm-hmm. over here on the left side of the grammar girl uh the quick and dirty uh website there's a list of all the different podcasts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this looks like a lineup of like the legion of substitute <laughs> heroes get it done guy legal lad make a green girl that is so I funny not grammar girl modern manners guy all the all the the heroes in the legion of superheroes are named they're they're pretty much what they do and whether they're a boy or a girl like lightning lad bouncing boy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um stuff like that so <laughs> small biz tech girl sales guy they just sound like whenever whenever the uh, <laughs> sales
1: guy's superpowers he can sell you he can he upsell can you on anything. anything
2: whenever the legion of superheroes needs help they dip into the the legion of substitute heroes for for help and and that That just made me laugh. Sitting there, modern manners guy. (laughs) He could be polite in any situation. (laughs) Hey, um, that's great. I wasn't aware of those. Yeah, it's pretty. It's the other hosts are going to love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of a a book I read recently called "Playing for Keeps" um, by Mer Lafferty, where the superheroes um, they had they were sort of like the second tier of superheroes, and they had these strange powers, like the the um, star of the book keepsy it's like no one could take anything away from her and and she wasn't able to be admitted to the the real superhero group because her superpower wasn't good enough but then it turned out being use- very useful later when there was a crisis so,
1: yeah in fact she turned out to be arguably the most powerful character in that book uh i i didn't read the book but i read but i listened to the audio uh the audio cast of it that sounds like a fun book oh yeah it is yeah uh so you read yeah. the book or did you listen to the to the audio cast of it
0: I, I listened to the audio. I, I, I had um, I, I was sick a couple of weeks ago and, and laid in bed and listened to the whole book. It was okay. great. I loved
2: it. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, so you're you're named after a cut of meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm named after a flower called the mignonette. It's like my great great grandmother's favorite flower.
2: <laughs> okay. Did you ever have like nicknames when you're growing up? Like, hey, steak girl, or or uh, uh,
0: when, when I was in college, people called me fillet. Filet? Yeah, <laughs>
2: I was gonna ask you that if people called you fillet, I knew it. I knew it. Do you get sick and tired of hearing the steak jokes? <laughs>
0: um, no, I'm used to
2: it. <laughs> hey, the fillet is my favorite cut of meat, and and you're the actually
1: the second mignon I've ever met in my life. The um the first really? one was years ago. Yeah, it's just to me, it's not. Uh, maybe it's just because we're down south. It's not a common name. I don't know, but uh, I was yeah.
0: gonna say it's more common in the south. What of the French influence? Huh.
2: What uh, What part of the country are you in?
0: Um, I, well, I, I grew up in Seattle, but I live in Reno, Nevada now, which is a fabulous place. I, I, we moved here about a year ago, and I love it. There's have
1: have you had cars. a run in with the uh, with the
2: Reno Sheriff Department The Reno nine one one?
0: I hate that show. <laughs> oh,
1: are you that's
2: one of my favorite, most favorite shows of all time. Why, why do you hate it?
0: Oh, it's just I just think it's beyond dumb.
1: <laughs> I,
2: it is. Those guys are are total idiots. They're that's, I think that may be why yeah, I like it because it's so utterly ridiculous.
0: <laughs> you don't know this about me, but I'll laugh at almost anything. Like the big joke is if there's a like a dumb comedy that nobody else likes in the theater, I will still go see it and laugh. So for me to say I don't like a comedy, that's like especially damning.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Have you ever seen him uh filming around town? I assume that they film in Reno.
0: They don't. Actually they don't
2: film it in Reno. I think oh, okay. I believe they film in LA if I'm correct. Oh, okay, I, okay. If I'm correct.
1: Yeah that yeah, that show is just, just i don't know it makes brad and i laugh so hard but it's so funny i have
2: all the dvds i'll put them in when i don't have anything else to watch and i'll just giggle
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm sorry i said bad things about it no (laughs) No,
2: it's it's okay
1: no worries at all um okay Mignon, well i wanted to i had a list of questions here that i wanted to ask you and And i I have a couple of technical questions yeah and um these are well, well these aren't well, they're kind of technical in nature. They're, I'm, I'm looking for absolutes. So it's either one or the other, okay? Uh-huh. There's no wrong okay. answer, but just to kind of get into your head, okay? Okay. Okay, so which do you prefer, Star Wars or Star Trek?
0: Mm, Star Trek. Star Trek. Any really? reason? What's
1: that? Uh, do you have any reason uh, why?
0: Well, you, I, you know, I, I think because probably because Star Trek is on TV, so I've seen so many more. Star Trek, you know, Star Wars, there were the movies that just came out every few years, but I used to watch Star Trek on TV every week for years. So it's just more familiar. I think that, you know, it's just it's just been a bigger part of my life.
2: What hey. was your favorite series? Which series was your favorite?
0: Uh, the Next Generation. Yeah, uh. John Luc Picard. And,
2: <laughs> Make it yeah. so. You know
1: what's funny? Make it so, yeah. I used to be a Next Generation guy until I really sat down and watched the original series probably about three years ago. Yeah. Uh, Kirk is the man. Yeah, he's there. Kirk,
2: Kirk is pretty darn cool, man. I loved the Next Generation, but I think after watching them all, my favorite ended up being Deep Space Nine. I thought it was yeah, really I was well done. Yeah, was
0: going my second favorite is Deep Space
2: Nine. Yeah. What's next, Frank? Uh, let's
1: see. When you go to movies, um, do you prefer your, your do you prefer your popcorn butter flavored or non butter flavored?
0: Gosh, I haven't gotten popcorn in a movie in ages. I, I think it's, it's the butter is. I, so I think it's really bad for you. <laughs> okay, so you
2: would say no. Uh, yeah, I think you're right about that.
0: I can't bring myself to do it.
1: Okay. it smells good though. What is your least favorite punctuation mark?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I hate- the co- I would say the comma is my least favorite punctuation mark because there are Mine about too. 20 different rules about when to use a comma and even though it seems like the most simple even though it seems like the simplest punctuation mark it's really the most complicated' you know, it's and, a and, deceptive it's a deceptive
1: little mark and that goes towards my last question, but before I ask that one other question I'll get to my last question uh, If a semicolon and an explanation point got into a fight, who would win? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think the exclamation point would win because you know it's such a more—it's so much more of a straightforward and enthusiastic mark. Okay. It has a lot of power, and a semicolon—a semicolon—is more like a bookish punctuation mark. You know, it, oh, it's going to yeah. be hanging out at the library reading books, so it would—it would get it would its butt kicked by the exclamation point. And this, awesome.
1: And this was my final question, uh, uh, but you may have already answered it. Why are commas so stuck up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Because they have all those rules, you know, they're always making rules about how they should be treated. They're like divas. But you didn't ask me me my favorite punctuation mark is, and I I always have to put in a plug for the interrobang.
2: What is that?
0: It's a heretical punctuation mark. It's a a, um, combination of an exclamation point and a question mark, and you use it to say a surprised question like, What?
1: You know, oh, is that the one where where, where the two are kind of married together? Like, it looks like one is on top of the other.
0: Yeah, it looks kind of like a P with a dot
2: at the bottom. Oh, yeah, you'll have to show me what that is, okay, because I've never heard that word. But I usually just will write a question mark and then write an exclamation point. But if I can simplify things and write one thing, I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) You would save on keystrokes, I know. Uh, Over the years, Brad, you would come out ahead on keystrokes, I know.
0: Except that you have to insert it as a special character, so it's actually harder.
1: Ugh.
2: I wonder if it's on the character map. Like in Windows, you can go to System Accessories, System Tools, Character Map, and then there will be a... a I love the character map. If anybody's listening to of my voice, map. shut up. And you're not familiar with the character map in Windows operating systems? Go to uh, Accessories, System Tools, uh, I believe it's System Tools, and then Character Map. It's great. If you like... You got, you know, like... Uh, A's with accents or if you need an upside down question mark for the beginning of a Spanish sentence it's in there. You just find it. You click it and say select, say copy and then you go to your Word document and you put it there and you say paste and boom there it goes. It's awesome. Are you yeah, familiar with the character map at all? <laughs> <laughs> Mignon, do you, do you... You can
0: definitely get an Terrabang that way.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm looking for it we're, look, it. we're actually looking at the character map. Right now, and uh, when you see it, Frank, you let me know. <laughs> I will. Hey, I have a couple of technical. Oh, no, let's go back. To, related to the the grammar, the punctuation, and, and stuff like that. Um, the the situation that always gets me is is um <clears throat> when a quotation mark is involved with a, another po- punctuation uh, mark, mm-hmm. like like at the end of a sentence or if, in the middle of a sentence. If you're quoting something, um and you need a comma, does the comma go before the question mark or after the question mark? And I'm not asking you to answer it. I'm just saying those types of situations really frustrate me to no end.
0: Yeah, no, that's one of the questions people ask me a lot. And one of the reasons that you might be confused is because it's different in the United States than, than it is in Britain. So in the United States, the comma and the period go inside the quotation marks, but in Britain they go outside the quotation marks. So if you're reading, you know, CNN and the BBC websites, you'll see right. it done two different ways and it can be really confusing because, you know, they're both like edited document, you know, something you would expect to be correct and it's done the opposite way. So, um, but you can remember inside the U S it goes inside the, um, okay. quotation mark.
2: Okay. Um, the English language is probably like the second most difficult language to learn, right? Isn't that what I heard?
0: I don't know. Probably. I mean, we'd like to believe it is, (laughs) although, yeah, I I would, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I would, uh, I I think that Chinese and and, and the Asian languages seem pretty hard.
2: I feel sorry for anybody trying to learn English because there's so many exceptions to the rules. Like, I think back, I think back, I can always bring it back to this one episode of I Love Lucy, when Ricky is trying to pronounce a word, but he's pronouncing it wrong. And like, (laughs) for instance, the word might have been cough it's c-o-u-g-h but rough is pronounced differently even though it's spelled o-u-g-h and there were other words that fit in that same spelling category but they were all pronounced differently and he was getting so frustrated and lucy was like i don't understand what the big deal is you pronounce this this way and this this way and he's like but they're all spelled the same so sometimes i feel like ricky ricardo (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's true, yeah, pronunciation is especially hard i get I get called out for wrong pronunciation on my show every time i do it i'll I'll pronounce something wrong and everyone will call in and yell at me and I'll have to re record it
2: <laughs> uh, as a joke sometimes i'll instead of saying pronunciation I'll say pronunciation because yeah. the word pronounce and i've um I've started saying pronunciation more often than not without even thinking about it. And,
0: uh, oh, I know that's a huge danger. You know, you know. start joking around, yeah. t- pronouncing a word wrong, and then it gets fixed in your head the wrong way.
2: Uh, to this day, I continue to say pronunciation, and then I mean, wait a minute, I mean pronunciation. You know, uh, I, I, I was doing it first for the laugh, but then it, it's going of bite me.
1: If you know? if you go back, Brad, and if you say it like in a in, in a funny accent, then people know you're joking. Like, uh, okay, I just don't know about that pronunciation. Then people know you're you're joking.
0: It's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah,
2: but <laughs> then you start talking like that all the time. Hey, a technical question or two about your podcast um, episodes themselves. <clears throat> Do you edit them yourself?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you mean the the audio or the? Um, no, the, the audio.
2: The audio files themselves.
0: I did when I started, but now I have someone who does the the whole network. We have a production okay. guy Dan Fireopend who does the production work for the whole Quick Energy Tips Network. Okay, he's great.
2: No, um, I, I I did I, see. I have a okay. follow up. Just wait your turn. Right. I have a follow up. <laughs> Eat your pizza and wait your turn. Right. I've noticed that I never hear you breathing <laughs> in the episodes. Was that was that a well, conscious of, decision?
0: Yeah, it's one of my superpowers.
2: <laughs> wow! <laughs> Dang! <laughs>
0: no, I, he must edit them out because I do breathe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and um, I wondered if did you say you were the first. Podcast that started, and then all these other. Uh, yes. Okay. D- did you edit your own podcast at first?
0: I did. Yeah.
2: Did you cut yeah. your breathing out I, when like, you did it? I,
0: I like audio editing, and actually, I always um, I clean up my audio before I send it to Dan. So I, you know, I'll go through and edit out all the flubs and, um, you know, the misspeaks and stuff like that. But he cleans up the pops and the breathing, and he levels the sound and stuff like that. Okay.
2: I thought that was a, an interesting because like frank said earlier we do minimal editing on this show I, and um i mean i'm an editor by trade i've been a video editor for a long time and i love audio editing i'm really good with editing music i just love i have fun it's fun for me that kind of thing yeah. and i noticed you know it took me a long time i was like this grammar girl podcast has it there's something about it that has a, a sound like a there's just something different. And then I realized she never takes a breath. I <laughs> never hear her take a breath. And so I wondered if that was a conscious decision. Um, did did you, when you started by yourself. At the end of the show, she goes.
1: <sighs> yeah, she <breathed. gasps>
2: uh, that was all, she did it all in one breath. Five minutes, one breath. Um, when you started by yourself, did you take your own breath, breaths out? What's the proper word there? Breathing, breaths. Is breaths a word?
0: Breaths. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. It sounds like it probably is a word. <laughs> yeah, she took many breaths. Um, she took her last breath. She, she took many breaths before she died. Grammar yeah. girl in <laughs> action is what that was right
2: there. We, were, we were, had the inside view of, of, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just being silly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I think that when I was editing it myself, I, I, if I remember right, I would um, reduce the volume on my breaths. So mm. I wouldn't completely edit them out. So um, Dan has probably gone the extra step further and just edited them out. <laughs> does it bother you to not hear the breath? Does, it, does well, it freak you out?
2: I didn't want to say anything because I like your show, but to me it almost makes it mechanical sometimes. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'll listen to an episode and I'll realize that I zoned out at the beginning because it was almost became a hypnotic type of quality to your voice because... I never heard any breaths and I got, I, and it doesn't happen all the time. Just every once in a while. Like I said, I I don't want to say anything bad and I don't think I'm saying anything bad. You asked, you opened the door. So I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 um, I, I'd rather hear uh, it to me. It doesn't sound as natural as if I could hear you uh, taking a breath. Mm-hmm. It almost like, and <laughs> that may be because I'm such an audio, uh, File such an audio-oriented. Uh, my ear is tuned to music and sounds, and it may be because I'm so into the audio uh, editing process as a as, you know to begin with that it maybe it draws my attention to that.
0: Yeah, well, let me ask you this: Do you think it is is it the breath, or could it be that there isn't a long enough pause between the paragraphs? I the would time? say a
2: pause. That is another very smart observation, and and I think that may contribute to some of the hypnotic quality that, ha- that affects me sometimes is that sometimes I'd wished there had been a 10th of a second, more of a pause in there before mm-hmm. you started your next sentence. And I don't want to tell your yeah. audio guy, your production guy how to edit the shows cause he does a great job. But to me, there's almost sometimes there's almost not quite enough space in between sentences. Well, yeah. I, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I was thinking that lately too. Because honestly, I don't listen to my show very often because I've I've already spent hours reading it and recording it and writing it. So when it's the finished product, I often don't listen. And when I listened, the last time I listened, I remember thinking that there could could be a little more space between the paragraphs. So
2: I'm glad you brought that up because if I had brought that up and I wanted to, if <laughs> I had brought that up, it would have just sounded like this was bash grammar girl, and it's not. It's crazy grammar girl. As as an audio guy those those things came to my attention hmm. but i I love listening to your show. I learned something every time I listen to it I mean it's really fun, like frank had his had your list of um, oh let me bring it back up yeah you had your he had your list of episodes recent episodes oh is funnest a word that was a yeah. great that was a great episode, and I've decided i'm gonna if I can say tall and taller and tallest, why can't mm-hmm. I say fun, funner, and funnest? And I understand the whole using a noun as an adjective type of thing, whereas tall is not a noun; it's an adjective. But fun was a noun used as an adjective. I understand all that, but come on, let's make English simple, people.
1: Well, I, Brett, I haven't <laughs> I haven't heard the that episode. But what about good, better, best? How did,
2: was that addressed in the in the show? I mean, not, in that, not in that particular episode. Okay. No, it was like they were, you know, a question was how come. If something's fun, why can't something else be funner? Mm-hmm. Why is it frowned upon to use that word? And it has to do with the fact that fun. I'm. T- you should just listen to the episode. Oh, okay. I'm not going to tell you what she said. <laughs> she says it better than I do. Oh, but I want to listen. I'm tired. But that was a great. I love that episode. Well, you
0: know, it, I love it when I can tie the show into some sort of you know current event or news hook, and that that was great because um, Steve Jobs said the iPod was the funnest iPod ever, and, yeah. and it really provided an opening into that topic. So that was great.
1: Well, how do you come up with your topics?
0: Well, most most of them are based on listener questions. As, as I said, we get a ton of email messages, and so I'll I'll just you know pick something that seems like a particularly good question and that we haven't addressed yet and do a show. But every once in a while there are, you know, news hooks. So there was the funnest, uh, fun, funnest iPod ever. And then I did one about, um, should you use woman or female as an adjective? Yeah, that when, was a great
2: uh, one too. I like that you know, one too.
0: Yeah, you know, because that was in the news because Sarah Palin was the first female vice presidential, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, so I, and, you know, I did hanged versus hung when Saddam Hussein was was hanged and, you know, I'll do a show about graduated versus graduated from every year about around graduation time. And, you know, so I love it when there's some sort of current event I can tie into because I think it makes it more interesting. But, um, you know, or some crazy new pop song that has horrible grammar that I can, <laughs> you know, fun and, and do a show about. That's always a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, usually it's just based on listener questions.
2: Do, um, and I try
0: to mix it up, you know, I try and do punctua- not not do like five punctuation shows in a row, and you know, try and mix it up.
2: Do you are you the one that comes up with the topics, even if somebody else may guest write it, like Bonnie Tranga?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I assign all the topics, and, and I edit I edit all those shows, even when someone else guest writes them.
2: Cool, very cool.
1: Well, what yeah. what's on the horizon for uh, for Grammar Girl? What's what's coming up? Now we know you have a book. Uh, right. by the same title uh, as, as your show, which is um, Grammar Girl, Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing, which uh, can be picked up at any bookstore, Amazon, wherever.
0: Right. You know, it made the New York Times bestseller list one week, too. Yahoo! It's so <laughs> exciting.
2: <laughs> I'm going to pick so that I, book up. So
0: that book is out, and now I'm work- I'm working on two more books. I'm working on a book for teens, for like 12- and 13-year-olds, and I'm also working on a book for college freshmen, more of a grammar handbook that that you know they'll use in English 101 in in college. So I'm working on two books and we're going to keep doing the podcast and you know running the network takes a, a huge amount of my time. and so you know that that's a lot of what I do too is launching new shows and working with the hosts of, of the other shows and just sort of keeping that running day to day. And I actually I edit almost all of the scripts for the other podcasts on the network. Not all of them, but probably maybe 7 out of 10, I edit myself.
2: I wonder and, what uh, Grammar Girl's superhero costume would look like. Well, there'd have to be a G, <laughs> a big G, G on like front. Like a G squared maybe. Oh or yeah. Or GG. Yeah, we were-
0: you know, I'm working on um, um, working on some Christmas cards. This is the first year we're hoping to get out some grammar-themed Christmas cards, <laughs> and so we were just thinking about what Grammar Girl would look like on the cards, and if she would have a superhero costume and what that would look like. So we we haven't figured it out yet, but, but maybe if it's one of our
2: maybe if one of our listeners wanted to do a quick sketch of what a Grammar Girl superhero costume would look like, uh, uh we'd be happy to send that to you. Tell you what, we'll
1: we'll put a thread. We have a right. forum. Uh, we could put a thread. People can post it on there. You could take a look at. It. Maybe one of them will inspire you. We we know several artists who uh, who you know create you know create stuff just just for fun or for a living. So maybe someone will create something you can look at and go, ooh, look at that.
0: That would be neat. How, yeah, I like
2: that. How about a really quick and dirty dirty grammar tip? I'm not. Nah, I can't even speak. How about a really quick and dirty tip right now? And I'm sure it's been on on one of your episodes. And I haven't listened to them all. I've listened to like half of them. There's so many. But um uh t- quickly as possible can you explain the the difference like when i should use who or whom
0: sure yeah that, that's an easy one so okay, great. if you can if you can hypothetically answer the question with the word him then you know to use whom so if it's uh, you know <clears throat> excuse me, if you're trying to figure out who or whom should we invite to the party the answer would be we should invite him to the party. So you know the correct um, word to use is whom, and they both end with M, so him equals whom.
1: And and you're great at giving those those little tools. Uh, it escapes me what you call them right now, but but the little tools you give people like that to um, to help them remember r- remember things like that.
0: Right. I mean, I have, I have a terrible memory, so I am always trying to come up with memory tricks to help myself remember the rules and so they just pop into my head and and i love to pass them along because i think it it does make it more fun and and easier to remember you know people tell me you know i've looked up the difference between who and whom a thousand times and i can never remember the rule i can never remember which one to use it's not that i can't look it up it's just that i don't remember it when i need it so that's what i try and do is give people those those tools to remember the rule
2: i have one memory trick like that that i remember from my childhood Mm -hmm. in science you know how you had to, you had to uh, like the the animal kingdom. It, you know, it was kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and species. Okay, right. You know that that whole yeah. bit. I grew up in a town named Keller, starts with a K. So my science teacher taught us one of those memory tricks. Keller police caught one family grabbing socks. <laughs> And that stuck with me ever since I when was like a freshman in high school. That's it nice. Might have been eighth grade mm-hmm. even, but that's how yeah, I, I that's how I was able to remember that. And I'm, you know, it's the the things you do are just like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, those things are so helpful, and they do they stay with you your whole life. And sometimes people will complain that I don't I give too many tricks, and I don't talk enough about like the underlying rules. And you know, that's just this is not what I do. I want to help people remember.
2: <laughs> you know, it,
0: it's it's more useful to be able to remember it than. I mean I want people to understand why, but um you know if you had to choose between understanding why and just being able to remember the role when you need it, I would opt for rem- remembering the role when you need it
1: and and obviously that's work through the success of the show. I mean that's what people want to know. I mean, there's always going to be people who you know want more, but you know i I think you're very successful. I mean, you have the
2: books too if they want to know more, they can buy the books. Hey, there's a plug for the book like you, you know <laughs> what I'm you. gonna do I'm gonna create a I'm gonna print off one of my own. Bumper stickers, Mm -hmm. you know those bumper sticker pages? Yeah. I'm going to print off a Grammar Girl bumper sticker and and put it on my truck. Oh, nice. I just love the show. Well, I think it's cool, and I think the world would be a much better place if people just listened to Grammar Girl. Me think that, too. I mean, Thank you. Oh, take a
0: picture and send it to me.
2: I will. I will. (laughs) I will. um, I literally will take, you know, I'll take your little, do you mind your cartoon? Do you look like the girl on your webpage?
0: (laughs) Not really, okay. no. Um, Do you have you, red you, hair if like go that? You on Facebook
2: there are pictures of me. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I promise you, I'll 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 make a grandma girl uh, bumper sticker and I'll put it on my my uh, my truck and I'll send you a picture.
0: Awesome,
1: and that'll be great.
2: You should send her a bumper sticker too. I'll send her. Yeah, I'll send you one of our bumper stickers. Or no, for uh, the one of ah. her, so she can put it oh, on her truck. Oh, one car. of her bumper stickers. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant one of our bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah, you probably get more use out of one of your bumper stickers than one of our bumper stickers, but.
1: Uh, I did see that this one great video of you on YouTube and um, you're kind of walking on a beach and, and you see a sign and you, you do a quick uh, gr- grammatical correction of it. But I noticed in it that uh, when you were recording, you use Audacity to record. Do you still use Audacity?
0: I do. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It's free. It works well. Yeah. Know. Yeah.
1: That, that's uh, that's what we've been using that for, well, ever since we started. Yeah. And yeah. It works great. Audacity's great. It doesn't work on Vista though. Yeah, Vista. Really? It's, it's
2: it's having problems with Vista sometimes.
1: Yeah. Are you are you a PC or a Mac, or does it matter?
0: You know, I have both, and mm-hmm. i i got I got the Mac because I wanted to do enhanced podcasts, mm-hmm. but then I I actually never ended up doing it because it took so much, it just took more time, and um, it I just you know I don't know I, I wanted to, it just never happened. But I and I played around with GarageBand, and it seemed it seemed pretty easy to use too. Um, it's just easier because my audacity is on my laptop and actually record my show in so i record my show in my closet my walk-in closet because the clothes (laughs) act as sort of poor man's acoustical foam oh yeah that's great
1: (laughs) that's actually a great idea
0: yeah i got it from scott sigler so i can't take uh, credit for it but uh, that's what i do and so i just haul my laptop into my closet and my my mac is a desktop so it's harder to move around
2: okay yeah Um, do you have any more questions on your list you had a note full of Page let's full see of what questions. I got here. Um, Do you have to go? No, I'm fine. Okay, great.
1: Um, would you We've ra- already
2: passed our half hour mark, but lately our shows are are very long. More, yeah. than, more than a half hour. But
1: um, Let's see. Um, who would you rather hang out with, a superhero who is strong but dumb or a superhero who is smart and weak? <laughs> what kind of question is Probably that? Probably
0: smart and weak, although a, a strong, dumb one could be entertaining. Yeah, you yeah. could
1: have them list up just for the heck of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, which planet is better, Mars or Saturn? <laughs> I'm sorry, I asked. I, I
0: pretty, <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty fond of Mars lately because of those wonderful Mars rovers. I mean, God, what are they like? Five years past their expiration date. I'm, I'm yes. so impressed with the Mars rovers that that I, I would just have to say Mars, just because the rovers are on it.
1: <laughs> it's like Miracle Whip that never goes bad.
0: I know. They're, it keeps, they're, they're it's, like, you
2: could still use it. Or that squeezed cheese in a can. Yes. Hey, I did like you, the
0: Energizer Bunny of, of Rovers.
2: <laughs> did you, do you have siblings?
0: No. Well, I, I grew up as an only child, but um, I, I was adopted, and so I met my biological family when I was older. So I have like nine half-brothers and sisters, but wow. I grew up as an only child.
2: Oh, okay. I was mm-hmm. going to ask if like, maybe you, you had any brothers that... Read comic books or played with action figures growing up or well, anything like that. I, I
1: think you mentioned your husband collects, right?
0: Right. Yeah, my husband when I when I met him, he collected comic books and um, he would he he was like um, I forget which one of you is the organized one now, but he would bag and box them. Oh, and, that's me. That's and Brad. Every time. We, Every time we moved we had these huge boxes of comic books to haul around with us for years and
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's that's yeah, been he, a that's been a really uh the, the only bad thing about moving the the last several times I've moved were I have like twenty long boxes of comic books and it, it does get to be a pain to move all those things.
0: Yeah, and you know, they took up a whole closet pretty much and yeah. I, I I perhaps wasn't the most supportive wife about the comic book collection.
2: (laughs) I was just about to ask: Were you the supportive type, or did you make fun of him?
0: I didn't make fun of him, but I grumble a lot every time we had to move.
1: (laughs) What type of? um, uh, Do you know what type of comic books he reads? Is he into Superman, Batman? Do you know?
0: Um, I don't. I don't really know. He had a lot of different ones, and he was more of a collector than. I think he was more of a collector than you know a sort of loyal to any one line. So you know he would always buy first editions or special covers and and things like that. I, I know that there were some that he would buy every week that he loved, but I I don't remember which ones they were. But he would do a lot of collecting too, where he'd buy you know the first edition of something. Or
1: it, is he there? Can we ask him what he reads?
0: <laughs> you want to talk to him? Yeah, for just I'll a
1: moment. <laughs> What's his name?
2: See.
0: Pat. Pat. No, okay. he doesn't want to talk. About okay. It. <laughs>
2: Hey, ask, ask, not not even about comics.
0: Not even about comics. Okay. <laughs> well, let's think of a. He's looking at me. He's looking at me like this is your thing. Deal with it.
2: <laughs> um, has Has he ever recommended any comics to you to try to get you into reading some?
0: Yeah, I used to go to the comic book store with him and look through things, and he would. Um, yeah, I told you I like I like things that are funny, and so he used to read a comic to me called Gru.
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> oh
1: yeah!
0: Yeah, this is a long time ago. This is probably 15 years ago. But um, you know, we would we would read Gru together sometimes. I, I thought that was funny.
1: We have a we have a friend uh, who does another podcast called Comic Geek Speak. Uh, Brian Deemer. He is a huge Gru fan, and uh, he is uh, he loves grammar too. He'll be uh, uh, that'll make him happy that you like Gru. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, maybe they'll make Grew the movie someday. You know, we've got Iron Man and the Fantastic Four. Maybe <laughs> Grew needs a movie. Yeah. Have
2: you seen the the recent uh, outpouring of, of, of comic book movies lately? Have you seen them all or been picking and choosing or just ignoring them?
0: I've seen some of them. I really liked Iron Man. I thought that, you know, because it had enough humor in it yeah. to, to keep me hooked. And the original, oh, what? there's a remake out. It's the big, oh, it's. The big guy who's made of rock. What's his name?
1: Oh, Fantastic Four?
0: No, no, no. The the rat. he's red Hellboy? He's- Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah. I love the original Hellboy. I haven't seen um the new the new the new sequel, but I I thought the original Hellboy movie was good.
2: I I think the 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 first Hellboy was better than the sequel. Um I liked yeah. I like the first Hellboy a whole lot. Did you see the uh, The Dark Knight?
0: No, it sounded too depressing, and I was a I was a big Heath Ledger fan, so I was really sad when he died. So oh, well,
2: you owe I, it to yourself to watch that movie just to see probably the greatest performance of his career. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I um, I, I definitely, you know, there's like, I don't know, like I just have this theory that there's so much sadness and stress in the world. Like, why would I go see a movie that's going to make me <laughs> sad or scared or unhappy? Like, I pretty much. Almost exclusively go see comedies.
2: <laughs> are you a Will Ferrell fan?
0: You know, I was thinking about that before you called, and I I don't consider myself a Will Ferrell fan, but as I go through the movies that I like, a lot of them are Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> so <laughs> I think Will Ferrell's
1: a genius. Did you see Step Brothers?
0: No, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh
1: my gosh, you've got to see but, Step Brothers. It's so much fun. <laughs>
0: Okay, I will. Especially, but, um,
1: especially when the dad explains what he wanted to be growing up. That's towards the end of the movie. Oh yeah,
2: that was hilarious. It <laughs> makes to, it makes totally makes no sense was, at all, but, but, but it is so funny.
0: But I liked Elf, and and I one of my favorite movies of all time is Stranger Than Fiction. So
2: I, I never saw that. Um, that wasn't a comedy, was it?
0: It it was sort of a quirky comedy. Okay. Um.
2: Yeah. It, it, I guess it was Will Ferrell
1: trying to. Um, Uh, stretches acting muscle maybe i actually didn't didn't catch it but uh but but you did like it Uh, emma thompson was in it right
0: yeah i loved it it was fantastic Mm. i mean so will ferrell was an irs agent who had this incredibly boring life and then emma thompson was a writer and she was writing a book and it turned out she was writing about will ferrell and what she wrote affected what he did in life and what happened to him oh yeah so they were sort of entangled and in but it I don't know. I thought it was funny, but it it wasn't hilarious. It wasn't funny in the way a typical Will Ferrell movie is funny. It
2: -hmm. looked cool, but I never got a chance to see it. Uh, You mentioned Elf. I think Elf is probably one of the funniest movies I've ever (laughs) seen. Um, I I, I have this as a ringer on my phone when my daughter calls me. This is what happens I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. I love that part of the movie. I think it's awesome. (laughs) It's a great movie.
1: Uh, what about TV <laughs> shows? What are you watching? I mean, the new season has just started.
0: Yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV, and I think they have canceled this one of my favorite shows. I I love Reaper on the CW. I don't know if you've ever watched oh, it. Oh yeah, but,
1: I know of it, but no, I never saw it.
0: Oh, it's about a guy who's a bounty hunter for the devil, and the guy who plays the devil in this TV show is just brilliant. Like he makes the whole thing is just it's just fantastic, and. And it doesn't seem to be on anymore. I've been, I mean, I care, I'm not into TV, but I've been like, Googling, trying to figure out, like, <laughs> if it's ever going to be on again. Like, I really miss this show. And, uh, you know, they, I think that they might, they're saying something about restarting it mid-season or something like that. Oh, like, okay. they're going to kind of give it another chance, maybe. But, um, yeah, I love that. And then, um, I, I watch a lot of HGTV when I'm watching, like, the re- home remodeling shows. <laughs> Because we're in the middle of a remodel. Oh, okay. So
2: that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good, good station. <laughs> that's a pretty good channel to watch.
1: It, it's kind of funny how I, I have watched it and, you know, like not moved for two hours watching all these
2: remodeling shows. Oh, yeah. And I
1: live in a in a small apartment and I am nowhere near owning a house. But I watch it and go, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, look at that. Look at those rain gutters. That's nice.
2: <laughs> look at that shrubbery. Oh, man. One of these days.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: but then
2: I'd have to it's move my comic books. <laughs> I've never heard of that Reaper show. I'm going to have to look into that because that does sound kind of interesting. You know, Brad, I think Kevin Smith had something to do with it. Really? I
1: think so. Yeah. Oh, I
0: think you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm definitely have to look into that. How about Heroes or Lost?
0: Yeah, I've never seen either of those. And I know I feel so culturally illiterate. I should probably get them on DVD. <laughs> you know, if I had to
1: choose between the two, because I, I, all of Lost is on on uh, DVD and it's headed towards something. There's going to be an ending towards it. I, I would start with Lost. Actually, Lost is
2: so much fun. Mignon, you, you don't even have to buy the DVDs for Lost because if you go to yeah. ABC.com, you can watch all, I didn't know every single episode for, starting from season one. You can watch them online. Oh, wow. What is the URL? ABC dot com.
0: Oh, ABC.com. dot com. Yeah, you can oh, watch cool. all of the
2: every lost episode. You can watch from season one on, and it's, it's going to be well worth your time. Save some money, you know, that way. Great. It's a fantastic show. Um, you and your husband should just sit down and watch it together because you're going to want to talk to somebody about it when, when after each episode, like, what do you think this means? What do you think is going to happen? it will be a it'd be a good bonding time.
1: And 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 the great thing about it is that it is headed towards something. There will be an ending towards it. So, so you're headed. So so it it just won't kind of end and yeah. And the producers have resolved. already
2: said that there's going to be a total of six seasons. It'll end after the sixth season. The fifth season is going to start here in January or February. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, there's two seasons left, and they're definitely going to wrap up the story. But I, I promise you, once you get started on that show, you're not going to want to stop.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, a lot of the shows I like get canceled. You know,
1: like Pat and I, we liked Farscape, and then that got canceled. Oh, I love uh, Farscape. I've, I've at least had an ending. Didn't yeah, it but yeah. it wasn't. You know, it was. Yeah. It wasn't satisfying, but it was an ending. Yeah, and
0: uh, and I like and I liked Freaks and Geeks, and that got canceled.
1: <gasps> oh my gosh! Um. I, I got to talk about this one episode of Freaks and Geeks real fast. Um, the my favorite episode of Freaks and Geeks is the first episode and it's it's when the the young boy finally gets the nerve to talk to the cheerleader girl and they're going to slow dance and mm-hmm. they're dancing to uh sail on by sticks and and the song has that 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 tempo sail change. Away. sail away it has Come that sail tempo away yeah Come sail away yeah. it starts off real slow and melodic and then it it kind of jump jumps up anyway so they start to the slow dance for about three steps They're embraced, and then it changes and then they have to do the you, you know kind of dance fast and dance away yeah. from each other and the poor boy is just like oh this was my chance to dance with her <laughs> and then other characters you, you know that you've met throughout the series finally start to to meet and see things and then the camera does this beautiful crane up and you just see the whole school dancing and it's just it's wonderful i absolutely love that first episode to death <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and it's a great show
2: uh-huh. what were you gonna say about friend oh there's a a show that that you told me about um the big bang theory mm-hmm. um, my girlfriend bought the season one dvd mm-hmm. the other day and we sat down and watched a couple of shows it's totally right up our alley you know it's yes. like these these geeks uh, roommates and they they're not only geeks because they like comic books but they're just like they're graduate students and they're yeah. doing, uh, and, and they're working towards their their doctorate they're mm-hmm. smart well actually one of them says he has two graduate degrees yeah. and a doctorate already yeah. and, but they're just they love comics, but they love anything geeky and technical and it's, they live across the street uh, across the hall from the the hot girl who they befriend and so it's just a lot of comic book references a lot of f- humor and uh, it could give people totally the wrong idea about guys who like comic books, because Frank and I like comic books, but we're not near as, as yeah. geeky and, and weird as these guys, but it's just a funny show. If you like humor, comedy, it's a, it's a good, funny show to watch.
0: Yeah, I thought the, the pilot of that was free on iTunes, and I, I saw that when, uh, when it first came out. It was funny. Yeah. There's a girl across the street. She's like a, a waitress at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's is. exactly,
2: and she was on um, she yeah, was on Eight it... Simple Rules with John Ritter, mm-hmm. which was a great show. Up to the point where he died, yeah. I stopped watching it after he died but i I have two daughters myself I have a fourteen year old and I have a nine and a half year old and um so that that show eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter that that hit home, but that was a great show when John Ritter was still on it but yeah that gr- she the girl on big Bang Theory was one of the daughters on that show
1: cool uh how about music? What are you listening to music wise oh
0: um Gosh, you know, I, I I love music. I I can never remember the names of the artists who who sing the songs they like. <laughs> I like. But I you know when I, I was looking at my uh, collection before you called and you know, my iTunes, and uh you know I've got Matchbox Twenty and Candlebox and awesome. the Bare Naked Ladies and the Black Crows nice. and
1: Bare uh, Naked Ladies does the theme
2: song for um for The Big Bang Theory. The Big
0: Bang theory. Yep. Oh, do I? Awesome! Yeah. I didn't know that.
2: What about what about Michael Jackson circa 1982 <laughs> Thriller, one of the best albums of all time. I don't
0: own any, but whenever it comes on the radio or on a TV show or something, I think god that was great music and it kind of makes me want to dance.
1: Yeah, it does, totally. All
2: right, I'm going to send you the MP3s to Thriller cuz they're just great. You can't live without that album.
0: It's so much Was <laughs> what was the scene? There was a movie with um it wasn't Sandra Bullock.
1: It was... It was with alias. It was... Um,
0: Jennifer um, Garner? Jennifer Garner? Yeah.
1: yeah. Right and where they did the whole thriller dance? Right. It was 30 and up, or 30... Yeah. I'm uh, about to be 30. Hey, I'm almost 30. Going on 30? Thir- 13 going on 30.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great.
1: Hey, look out, I'm 30.
2: <laughs> Wait, I'm going to be 30. They were at a party, and or no, they are at a nightclub, and the music, she didn't like the music, mm. and so she went up to the DJ booth and... Had him play that song Thriller and uh-huh. then they went out dancing, it was a big hit. everybody liked it in the club. Yeah, that was a cool scene. That was that that's
1: the genre of the uh a variation on the body switching uh genre. The which, Freaky Friday. Right. The Freaky Friday, right. the uh let's see. There's been vice versa uh-huh. with, with Judge Reinhold. There's there's been so many uh uh of the um of the body switching genre movies. One one of my favorite genres too. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. The
2: body switchers, the body switching genre. Yeah, there needs to be more of those movies. Well, what uh, <laughs> what are some of the topics coming up on Grammar Girl?
0: Oh, let me pull up my calendar. Yeah, I used to just you know I to do more by the more last minute, mm-hmm. um, but we're actually scheduled ahead right now.
1: Oh, it, um, that that's so refreshing to hear. <laughs> that you sometimes you do things <laughs> last second because Brad and I, yeah, he'll be driving over and he'll call me. and Go, what are we talking about today? Um. Oh <laughs> yeah, we don't
0: we don't plan ahead
2: like we should. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so upcoming we have um, the double cupola. So you know, is it okay to say is is or has has? Thank you know, you. in a sentence.
2: Can't wait to hear that one.
0: And then um, we're going to be talking about concrete versus cement versus pavement. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> Just the little things you never think about. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and then um, actually, I, I I have sort of I, I drop this in wherever I don't know um, what else I'm going to have. And it sort of keeps getting pushed back, but the whole quotation mark topic that you were asking me about where the, you know, what do you do with quotation marks and other punctuation marks that that's going to be an upcoming topic sometime, probably in the next couple of months. It's sort Good. of, I drop it in wherever we have a hole. And then if something else comes up, I move it around.
2: And you right. should get the geeks versus nerd one in there also.
0: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'll put that on maybe the week of Thanksgiving.
2: Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Cool. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. Well, Mignon, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Um, Tell us what's your website?
0: Uh quickanddirtytips.com.
1: And uh, and how often and when do your shows come out?
0: They come out late Thursday night. So once a week late Thursday night, uh it'll release. So you'll probably get it Friday morning. And uh you know, in my book, it makes a fabulous gift. <laughs>
1: fantastic when well, the name of the book is grammar girl quick and dirty tips for better writing available at all bookstores mignon thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it and very, um, very much and tell you what we'll go ahead and hang up now and then we'll call you back in a minute and let you know all the details about when the show will be out and stuff
0: well, sounds good it's been fun thanks for having me all
1: right take care mignon okay bye 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 well brud that was that was well uh, it still falls in the category of geeky that was awesome. I, lo- uh, I loved uh, talking to her. Can you believe we talked to Grammar Girl? <laughs> That's awesome. And we hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Um, she was a lot of fun. And, um, and uh, you know, be sure to check her out, please. she she only is, five or six minutes, and you learn something. And you get to hear that awesome theme song. In fact, let me see if I can play. Here, go ahead and talk, Red. Let me play this one. See if we can hear oh, yeah? the theme song. Can we song?
2: hear it? Maybe. Is it going to play? Let's see. Let me play. I hit the play button. Where is it? Grammar
0: Girl's quick and dirty tips for better writing is now a New York Times bestseller. Oh. Get your copy of the print book today. There it is. Yeah. Grammar Girl here. Today guest writer Bonnie Tranga helps us understand modifiers that come at okay. the
2: beginning of a That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it that's actually pretty cool? Cr- I love her theme song. When we got her on the phone first, she didn't sound like Grammar Girl and I till I said something mm-hmm. like you don't sound like Grammar Girl. Then she lowered her voice to her podcast voice. And I was like, "Oh, that, thats totally it." <laughs> yeah, guys, if you're still here, thank you for for <laughs> going through this episode with us. I mean, that was a that was a real treat for me and Frank. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. Well,
1: Brad, who do we have mm. to thank for this show? Who's our sponsor?
2: Discount Comic Book Service. And as we always. talked about
1: the front, but thank you very much, uh, uh, Discount Comic Book Service. You are great. And uh, if you want to drop us a line, please, uh, please feel free at a half hour wasted at Gmail. Or, if you want to leave us a voicemail, we have a new voicemail line that is so easy to use. Brad, are you looking that
2: up right now? I am. That number is 972 972-798-3830. That's it, just ten numbers, people. And uh, and, you, and we'll put it in our
1: show notes and stuff. You can call us and, and leave a voicemail, and we'll play it on one of our future shows. We always love hearing from you guys because we want to know what you're up to. And check out the Legion of Dudes, Legion our, of dudes uh, our, on our Thursday
2: podcast. On our feed. Their, uh, their last few episodes have been fantastic. Really enjoyed the, even though I'm not reading Watchmen along with them, I, w- I planned on it, mm-hmm. but I've just got other stuff I'd, I'd rather read. But I listen to all their episodes as they come out, and they're just fantastic stuff. They
1: they go in depth into uh, into certain books, Watchmen and and other books. So please check them out. We think you will like them. That being said, Brad, great show, awesome, and uh, we see you next week on a half hour
2: wasted. Thanks, Lynn Biscuit.